Yes, we are live. What's up, guys? Nice. This is exciting. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. What's up, guys? Yet another pastor facing charges for holding church. Not church with Jesse Lee Peterson, though. Jesse Lee Peterson listened to the advice of President Trump. But a pastor in Louisiana and a pastor in Florida have not. I am James Hake. This is The Hake Report, and I will be getting to your calls. Appreciate it. 888-775-3773. Appreciate it. And if you're overseas, Google Call USA from England or Call USA from Australia or Call USA from Sweden or Call USA from Russia or from or Call USA from Taiwan, <laughs> which is China, according to the WHO, the World Health Organization. <laughs> the UN is, is so evil. Um, it's a joke. It's an inside joke because uh, Taiwan doesn't like to be. Um, does Taiwan does not like to be considered part of China? They declare their independence, and I think we generally recognize it. But <laughs> China doesn't like that. China wants Taiwan to be their own. Now I am wearing my sh- my another Hake Report T-shirt, a new design. Shout out to Mark from San Diego for the design inspiration and input. Appreciate it. I will tell you about it. But basically, thehakereport.com and click on the Teespring link in the menu. But before I get to the calls, real fast, do I want to do this? You know what? I'm going to get to, let me get to at least like one or two calls first, and then I'll get to this, this these stories, okay? By the way, it is Thursday, the April April 2nd, 2020. Crazy times, huh? Time is blowing by fast. So be aware because the days are evil. Something like that. Be wary. Be uh, alert. Self-controlled and alert. I don't know. The Bible says things along those lines. So do that. Let me first get to... What's up to uh, Luke on Facebook? And Chris, any thoughts about Trump declaring war on the cartels yesterday? You know, I saw a little headline or two about that, a tweet. I don't have any thoughts offhand. I mean, I support Trump, and the cartels are clearly at war with the people over there in Mexico, and they are kind of at war with us, and Mexico is not exactly friendly to us, and it's a mess. You know, they're even they're even um, scamming or, you know, bossing around, bullying the... Um, avocado farmers now because avocados are a money maker and so they're in on that industry too the cartels are cartel new jalisco generation something like that <laughs> oh man i think that under the you know the trump administration has arrested <laughs> has arrested uh some new cartel generation jalisco I get the words all mixed up, but um, that's a good thing. Uh, Members of the cartel. That's racist donated a diamond and said, awesome shirt, questionable color. I know. I was like, in my mind, it was like, do I want to wear this shirt? (laughs) Joelle and Nick like the color, so in person it probably looks better than on the screen. But this is actually, before I get to calls, this is called... Um, this is next level premium t-shirt, different from next level tri-blend, okay? The tri-blend has like a heathering to it, so it's not a, a solid color. It has a little bit of, um, speckliness to it. 
That's what the tri-blend does. But this is the premium, which the tri-blend feels nicer on the body, but the, tri but, the, um, but the premium is still great. Good fit. Size medium. This is Tahiti Blue. Different from and lighter than turquoise, actually. Teespring.com slash stores slash The Hake Report. This is disgusting. For those who are listening, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says, Disgusting on the front, dot, dot, dot. And it has my face with me saying disgusting. You may remember a few months ago or weeks ago, I posed like I was saying disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. And then um, it says the hate report right here. Oops. And then on the back, see what you guys think. On the back it says shameful. You see it? Is it showing it? It says shameful on the back. And then it has more like muted face. Thank you to, um, thank you to, thanks again to Mark. Yeah, there's different colors. All sorts of different colors and styles. Even women's style t-shirts. Tank tops. <laughs> Some people are pushing for sleeveless Hague. <laughs> I'll start, have to start exercising more again. I remember early on in my show, Joelle said, maybe you want to do a push-up. <laughs> I'm getting outside a little bit more. Uh, Dark Side of the Bear What says, Beard TB sleeves length leaves a little to be desired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would, uh, never mind. I'll tell you later. <laughs> so I have some interesting news for you, but let me get to some calls first, okay? And, um,. Interesting calls, guys. And by the way, did you hear about One American News Network, OANN? President Trump has been touting them. I think Jack Posobiec is a host on there, I think. Somehow affiliated. I think, did he interview Jesse? I don't know. But One American News Network, legitimate news source, um... They were booted from the White House press room over a, so, a supposedly over a rule violation. But they're the only, like, pro-Trump network. By pro-Trump, I mean pro-truth, honestly. <laughs> I think they're pro-truth. They're pro-Trump. That generally means you're pro-truth, but not always. Some pro-Trump people are not. But um, they were kicked off by the White House Correspondents Association. Kicked out of the White House uh, press room. Supposedly, maybe they weren't honoring social distancing things. I heard this from Cernovich and on, on Drudge. And so, looks sketchy. Looks like bias to me. I don't buy that they weren't honoring their uh, social distancing rules or whatever rule violation. I don't buy that. But, you know, the, um, they're uh, very picky about how they enforce things. Rules for thee and not for me. Rules for whites and not for blacks or other colors. <laughs> so they're evil. You know, the liberal media, White House Press, uh, White House Correspondents Association is no good. They're, they've, they're the ones who do this White House Correspondents Dinner every year. And it's some disgraceful liberal comedian after another. What a mess. Um, <laughs> Pyrus 777 gave a diamond and said, Boo, that OANN chick is the best. I guess referring to a person in the, um, in the press briefing rooms. Anyways, White House press briefing room. Crazy. Yeah. Corruption. Liberals. Can't, you can't trust them except to be dishonest. And they're not the only ones, by the way. But anyways, let me get to Mr. Badger out of England. Mr. Badger, thanks for calling. What's hey up? Hey there, Hake. Hey. Hey, I love the shirt, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. What do you think about the color? Um, I like the color myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that looks good. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Right on. Um, yeah, so... First off, I just got to ask, why haven't you been on Discord, man? I know. Um, <laughs> I'm trifling. I think I'm like a boomer. 
I, okay. I don't want to learn, you know, and you so, yeah, I'd it's like, difficult, man. well, the other thing is like, I'm fighting something. I feel like I'm fighting something, meaning germs yeah. within my body. So I'm like, okay. when I'm not working, I'm pretty much just resting. So, oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Even yesterday, be, we, um... we premiered a Sunday service yesterday. I don't know if you caught it um, from Bond 2009. Okay. And I'm, I'm like... I typed in the live chat at the beginning of the service. I'm AFK, guys. AFK stands for away from keyboard. And yeah. so I laid it down and just listened to it, and I was, like, falling asleep because I was okay. dog-tired. But anyways, yeah, I All do right. hope to get on Discord again. Yeah, yeah. definitely you should. Uh, do yeah. you think that illness might be a bit more than just physical, perhaps? You know, some kind of spiritual battle, perhaps? Yeah, it could be, definitely. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, might help out to uh, fellowship with some people about that. True. Yeah. Thanks, but, man. Yeah. No, you're welcome uh, to uh, join us anytime because we get some good fellowshipping going on. That's cool. Um, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. Right on. So, um, yeah, a couple things. Um, so last time I was talking to you on your show, I mentioned that I didn't believe in God yet. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, now I do, and it's strange because I realize it's almost like I always did, but that's, that's in, in the same way that I think Jesse talks about how you already know the truth, but it's like it was veiled. It was like, it's like it was covered up, right? Yeah. And then you kind of remember it as it comes back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that presence that was there when I, you know, first did the silent prayer, I realize that is that's God's presence, right? That's the, the Holy Spirit, um, and the the revelation and the insight that that comes with it. Um, I, I see now that that's God, um, and yeah, I'm I'm wondering why I didn't even see it that way before. But I guess I just didn't know to label it that yet. Interesting, man. That's cool. Yeah, that's a nice sure. report. And how old are you? Twenty three or so? Yeah, twenty three. Nice. Yeah, and um, yeah, in that realization, I mean, it's allowed me to realize. Like, I was talking to a friend about uh, where we came from. Like, were we perhaps, you know, were we made in heaven or put straight on earth? That kind of thing. Yeah. And. Um, I guess I had a moment of of revelation where I realized that that souls souls are eternal, right? Or probably a lot older than we we seem. Um, and it, I guess that kind of confirmed for me the idea that you know God being the heavenly Father, that we all are brothers and sisters in that way, and. Um, I, I kind of thought of all the people I've interacted with, my wife, friends, family, colleagues, um, and how wrong I was to take things so personally, like on an interpersonal basis, when when really we are all just, you know, family, spiritually, um, and in the same struggle on us together, right? Interesting, man. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. You know, it's funny because there's an there's an imitation of that that you see happening in the world, the false imitation of that, yeah. where the you know the liberals try to bring in like diversity, pretending that that's going to spread love and acceptance and stupid stuff like that. I mean, they're just they're it's the it's like the female version of the 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 female kind of false version of religion, where yeah. They're kind of enforcing this fake love on everybody. And yeah, call yeah. each other brother, but not really understand the full meaning of that. Yeah, exactly. Just like how uh, mm -hmm. blacks call one another brother and, and sister, and they think that yeah. they have, and even whites have begun to think of whites as their extended family, like their extended racial family. But in mm -hmm. reality, like, it's a it's a spiritual issue. 
yeah, race is real and yeah. important on this life, but it's um, the spirit is so much more important. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Where, yeah, this, this, uh, remind, this you life were, really is... Uh, go for go it. On. No, finish what you were saying. This life really is, um, you know, this too shall pass, right? It's not, it's not the important thing. Right. There's important things going on, but, right, be in the world and not of it, definitely. You're the one who, after you forgave your mother, yeah. you had you had been dating. Your first girlfriend was a a black Somali girl, a Somalian yeah. girl, mm-hmm. and Indeed. then after you forgave your mother, not that you were ever really into the race thing, although you saw that you know the double standard against whites, you um, yeah. are suddenly like not attracted to the interracial thing anymore. Indeed. That's cool. Um, and you said it's lust. Yeah, it is, I'd say. Yeah, yeah that's that's and true. I didn't mention it last time, but on top of that, I also um, had some level of attraction to men, which also disappeared along with it, and I'm glad of that. Nice. And I hope that others can, um, can see that that's possible and and forgive and, and, and learn it for themselves. Yeah. You know Jesse Lee Peterson. He said that he's said that there's nothing that you can't overcome if you yeah, don't judge true. yourself. You true. just see. Yeah. Just keep keep your eyes open, spiritual eyes. I guess he's right referring on. to. That's cool. Right yeah. on, man. That's a nice report. And how yeah, again did you find enough. Jesse's show and my show and all that? Um. So Jesse's show. I was actually. Have you heard of the Honey Badgers? Yes. Yeah, uh, female men's rights activist. Right. Um, yeah, I was watching one of their streams reviewing a Fallen State episode. And okay. And it was so hilarious. I just had to see more. And uh, I started looking at Jesse's shows in there on, on YouTube, um, like the radio shows. And, um, yeah, I, I started watching the streams, and then you were at the end of the streams. So um, that's how it happened. That is I was, nice. Um, yeah, I was blessed to have discovered that and, and had the opportunity to learn and overcome what I, all the things I've overcome. It's, it's really great. What age did uh, you say God. that... Real quick, what age did you say that you... Did you start believing that you were an atheist? Do you remember what age you were? How old? Um, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I never considered that. I've never... Uh, yeah. Um, I mean... I didn't even believe in in Father Christmas or Santa Claus when I was a young <laughs> child because I, I said to my mom, well, you told me magic isn't real on Harry Potter, so how could Santa Claus be real? Wow. So <laughs> from a very young age, I was a skeptic, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't know when I first discovered the word atheist, but uh, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm aware, I was always like that. And did you have both parents growing up? No, so oh, I was yeah. with my mother, who was a so-called Hindu Buddhist. Okay. Uh, still is, I think. And um, she tried to explain that to me, and when I asked why, uh, she just seemed a bit frustrated. <laughs> so I kind of, I didn't even want to learn more about it um, at the time. And you uh, don't... So yeah, atheism was the only right. at that point, I guess. Man, do you know your father? Do you know... Where he is? Or? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I've always been in contact with him. Um, he he was uh, raised Catholic, but, um, I mean, you know, he ended up divorcing him, his first wife and stuff, so I don't think you can keep being Catholic. <laughs> right. I'm Catholic, at least, at that point, right? Yeah. But he's always been Christian, but he never, um, he would explain things to me. It never got into much detail or depth. I never seemed to seek no more. Yeah. Um, if anything, I'd challenge him on it, and he didn't really have answers. But Interesting. Well, yeah. it's nice to hear from you, Mr. Badger. Appreciate that. And you, James. Yeah, wonderful. Great call. Um, I hope to see you soon on Discord, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Is Black Salad still on there? Black Salad? Yes, he is. Good. Yes, Blatt Salad. <laughs> <laughs> and plenty of other really cool guys. So, 
Cool. Um, yeah, look forward to it, man. And Coldburger, is he still on there too? I don't see him much. Okay. Um, but maybe we can get him on for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Yeah. Badger. Appreciate that, man. Right, peace be with you. God S- bless you. Same to you. Take care, man. Right on. Take All right. Care. Bye. Bye. That is cool. See you guys? Right on. Men's History Month, by the way, is coming up in August. Just FYI. Um, every year, Men's History Month is August, the, the month after July, which is, which is White History Month. The two longest months with the longest days, by the way, too. Well, actually, I think, isn't the longest day in the, the summer solstice, I guess? Which would be June 20-something. But anyways. The month of Joel's birthday is uh, August. Nice. Dang. Roo! <laughs> that's that's Joel, um, his manly sound. <laughs> Roo! <laughs> anyways, let me get to Rory. Isn't that nice? I like, I like stories like that. Rory out of Texas, first-time caller. Thanks for calling. I like that name, Rory. That's cool. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, most people call me Verbo because that's kind of my, my online presence. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Rory's my name. That's fine. Um, I had uh, a comment that, or somewhat of a question, it kind of wraps into two things you had during the opening of the show. The, uh, you know, rules for you, but not for me, as well as the, uh, the Christian churches, uh, you know, being punished for, for having service. Yeah. Um, something I've noticed is that. It's only Christian churches that are being held accountable to this. I've, I've seen myself personally, uh, mosques in service. Wow. Uh, there's synagogues still in service. And no one's punishing them or doing anything about it. If you don't mind um, my asking, what, what city in Texas did you see that? Or that if was, you watched uh, in it in Houston. person? No, I saw it in person. It was in Houston. Houston. In the Houston uh, of co- I mean, basically all the cities in Texas have gone blue, right? liberal which uh, for, yeah for the most part yeah the major cities yeah uh texas is definitely still red if you get outside of uh metropolis but, right uh, and the major cities are definitely going blue yeah i agree with you i think it is an anti-christian thing you know i i'm a little i wonder if like some of these pastors are a little bit too grandstanding or something but they they still have the right and it's they still have the right to Assemble. You can't. I don't know. These arrests and misdemeanor charges are typical. It's showing that the liberals are the real uh, authoritarians, right? They're accusing Trump of being authoritarian and like a dictator and stuff like that. No, it's them. <laughs> Always has been. Well, yeah. Uh, and okay, anti-Christian. You know, freedom, you're right. freedom by force. You know, as you said. Right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, even during like the Spanish flu, which was, uh, you know, kind of demonstrably worse than this Corona stuff, we were still having services. They would just have them outside, you know, on, on the steps or, you know, where you had, you were in the open air, you were in closed in environments and, you know, it worked just fine. So to say that people just can't assemble and have any services at all. And when was, kind of, when was the Spanish you know, flu? That was in the, the twenties. The 1920s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was probably, that was the last real, you know, pandemic that we had. How uh, many people, do you know how many people roughly died? I don't know. Off the top of my head, it was huge, okay. though. It was, uh, a lot of those numbers wrap into, it's kind of hard to get real numbers because um, that's why it was called the Spanish flu, because Spain was one of the only places that got, that was giving out real numbers because it was leading up to, you know, you had wartime going on and stuff. And, um, yeah. and so, no one was giving real numbers. Spain was the first one to give out real numbers, and then it got called the Spanish flu, even though it was also from China. Oh, it was um, from China? Originated? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 almost every pandemic we've ever had comes out of China. Nick, Jesse's producer, tells me that 50 million or so died uh, worldwide from the Spanish flu. Yeah, it was it was really, really bad. Um, and and those are kind of the low million, estimates. Uh, some other people go with higher numbers than that. Yeah. Wow. You know, man, it, it kind of remains to be seen how bad this gets. I, they were putting out huge numbers the other day, you know, oh, actually for, the, for days and m- weeks and months, to be honest. They were saying 1.2 to 1.5 million or something, or 2.1 million, uh, if we didn't do anything, right? 
And now they say the social distancing cut that by into cut uh, 90% off of that or whatever. So now they're saying 100 to 200,000 but I, or 240,000. I don't even necessarily believe that. I do believe it's serious. I mean, I guess I believe it's serious. I have to I people are dying from it. This one guy from yeah. that that um that old what is it? Indie rock thing. Uh, Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne that that lead yeah. singer. You know, and I looked at him and he looks the unhealthiest. He, you know, in a recent <laughs> photograph, he looked the unhealthiest, meaning pudgy, kind of not taking total care of himself that I'd ever seen him. Oh, you know, if, apart from his younger days. In his younger days, he looked leaner, healthier, and more recently. He didn't look like he was sick or about to die or anything, though, in this f- photograph. Google, uh, yeah, they say that the the factors, obviously being being overweight and you know having any other uh, health issues, are going to be lead factors for this affecting you on a lot higher basis. Um, yeah. The question is social distancing for how long? You know, right. This is this is something that's not going to just magically go away. Even if everybody put themselves in isolated bubbles for six months, yeah. you know, it's still going to be around. And as soon as you come back out, it's going to flare back up. So w- you really just got to kind of uh, just like with any other thing like that, you kind of have to ride it out, and it's going to work its way through the population. You are going to have high numbers, but eventually people build up immunities, and it, it, it just kind of works itself out. Because if this scares you, look at the no- the numbers of like just the normal common flu. How I many people die from that every year? It's, but nobody, yeah, but that's more widespread. Nobody has an eye about that. Yeah. That's that's just that. But the the difference is that that's already more widespread. It's kind of like it's kind of like comparing, you know white welfare recipients to black when there's like five times as many whites as blacks, you know? Um, this thing is still new. I'm showing you a, guys a picture of the Fountains of Wayne, like a recent picture where he's a little bit... I mean, he's not even particularly... Like, he's... You would call him fat if you were, like, his friend. But you just... Yeah, this looks... <laughs> you, you would call him, like, fat and neck beard or whatever, but... You look at his younger pictures and he looks... younger and leaner. And... You know, he doesn't even, I don't know. It's just, it's just another warning, you know, take care of yourself in general, and then you'll be able to fight off stuff, hopefully, like this. But, um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, the argument in favor of this social distancing thing, as opposed to not shutting anything down, with the reasoning being that it's already out there, it's not going to go away ever. The, the argument in favor of this social distancing thing is one, you are kind of protecting yourself and others. And two, it's giving, it's buying the, the so-called researchers time to come up with treatments. Um, you know, I guess we can social distance for a little while while they're coming up with treatments, I guess. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I totally understand those arguments. And I, I'm absolutely not one of the people who's saying, oh, well, it's not dangerous at all, you know, by any means. Like, it, it is a real thing, and it is dangerous, and... Certain measures do need to be taken, but um, I think this is a really good wake-up call for people that, you know, globalism doesn't work, that if we had more of a nationalistic mindset. We lived in a real country, as I like to say. Soon as China started really showing signs that this thing is real and it's serious, we would have just shut down the border, shut down import and export, and we would have increased our internal production, yeah. and we would have could have went on with business as usual. Obviously, we're we're too late for that at this point, but it's it should be a real mind opener, mind blower for people that are pro globalism. That right. clearly, this is what happened. I I was listening to Asmodor's show, and he was reading this poll that came out that. A lot of people are are for that immigration moratorium, including Democrats and um, independents, so-called independents, as if there is anything such a thing, and (laughs) Republicans, 90%, like 70-something percent of uh, even Democrats, former Hillary supporters, right, are for closing the not accepting immigration from Mexico and stuff like that. I think it's due to this situation with the virus. But, you well, know, the well, liberals never have good solutions. Re- it's kind of history repeating itself, if you really look at it. It's really actually quite interesting. We're going into the 20s. We have a global pandemic. And then hopefully we have this rise in nationalism. So yeah. it's, it's literally history repeating itself from 100 years ago. 
Yeah. Thank you, Rory. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Good, it was good talking to you. All right. Take care. Have a good one. You too. So, um, before I get to the rest of the calls, oh, let me just double check because I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss your super chats. Super, super, super chats. Alejandro Davila says, shekels from my coronavirus stimulus check. Wow, you got it already? Or is, it adv- is this in advance? I appreciate that, Alejandro. Blazing Hogs says, Marcus wants a purple V-neck in medium. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. You think he wears medium? Maybe. Um, he's a family man, by the way, I think. Not to dox him, but that's cool. Right on, Marcus Jones. Thank you for faithfully viewing my show and commenting. <laughs> Appreciate the input, honestly. Um, oh, man. So many things. Let me quickly get to this thing, because I was telling you guys in Hake News at the end of Hour 2, right before you listened and watched the, um, listened to and watched the beautiful pickle commercial. Thank you, Nick. Horman's Best Pickles. Check them out. Um, this... Louisiana pastor has been holding services, right? I have some pictures of him and his church and headlines and and things. And I told you about him. And Tony Spell is the guy. He's actually younger and is slimmer than I pictured. <laughs> so he's the second pastor charged with violating so-called public orders um, in just a matter of days. Y- yesterday I was telling you about, and the day before I think, this pastor who was actually a South African-born pastor in Florida. Well, this one's in Louisiana. And he seems to, he might be a conservative guy himself. You know, the media covered it and, you know, the liberals. I'm, I'm assuming that it was liberals outside protesting. One guy with a bullhorn and then one guy with a sign, demonstrator hold up a sign saying, God don't like stupid well, CBS Baton Rouge reported the service was, he held service Tuesday night service, jammed with hundreds of parishioners. Tattletales, right? The station said there were dozens of cars on hand to see if anyone stopped Spell from holding the service. I don't get that line. But look at this beautiful church. Wow, very nice. Grass is green. Um, somebody should get us a building like that in L.A. here, though. I don't know. Um, but hours before this service Tuesday, Tony Spell, the pastor, was issued a summons for holding services previously at the church in violation of the governor's orders, banning gathering, Louisiana governor, banning gatherings of more than 10 people. Come out, Tony, tell us why you're endangering people's lives, the man, and I use the term loosely, with the bullhorn shouted Tuesday evening, directing his words at the pastor. And the pastor says, listen to this quote, it's a little silly, in my opinion. But he said, we are needy people, our souls are lost, he said. We need help, and the church is the salvation center of the soul, the sanctuary where we need to come together and meet. 1,265 people went to this guy's church on Sunday, and he defended their assembly. We have a constitutional right to congregate, true, he said in an email Monday. We will continue. Whatever, man. Um, He said that his venue is cleaner. Then open gas stations, then Walmart, Sam's Club. He offered no comment when asked whether his church was still collecting donations. Of course they are. That's the media being sly and evil. The media is still trying to get money. Hypocrites. Trying Trying to accuse the churches of being all about money. Some may be, but whatever. Um, he said, Spell told WAFB, The virus, we believe, is politically motivated. We hold our religious rights dear, and we are not going to assemble no matter what someone says. (laughs) Joel is reacting. He's like, oh, gosh. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think that the virus itself is politically motivated, but the people's, the liberals' reaction to the virus is... One, politically motivated, and two, they're generally misguided with their fake solutions. And they just look silly with the way that they react to it. I, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I, heard of, I read about this 
you know that our mayor, Los Angeles' mayor, Eric Garcetti, who oversaw the homelessness explosion here in the city of the last several years, he put on a, a mask, I think on camera, and said, this is the new look <laughs> of uh, Los Angeles residents. But anyways, this guy, update, this pastor, you know, I feel that they're maybe all idiots on both sides, but I tend to cut the Christian, you know, the conservative Christians a little bit more slack. Well, Judge Roy Moore, the great Judge Roy Moore out of Alabama. He used to be Supreme Alabama Supreme Court, Alabama State Supreme Court Justice Roy Moore, whom I met, Jesse Lee Peterson has met a couple of times, interviewed, um, is going to represent Life Tabernacle Church. Awesome. And this guy, he ran for senator, too, a couple of years, a few years ago, I guess, towards the end of 2017. And the Washington Compost evil, evil outlet attacked him, did his hit piece interviewing females who, and I use the term, um, <laughs> whatever, interviewing females who accused him of trying to have sex with them or, or date them or something when they were teenagers, right? 13, whatever. And he was in his, you know, I guess early 30s or something just out of the service, military service. And who knows what the culture was like back then in, the, in that area. Were they dating? Because I've heard of um, one lady at church said, I don't remember if it was, if it was in person or online, said that um, her grandmother was 13 and her grandfather was um, like 30 or something like that when they married. That was back in the days. So it was different times, right? But they're trying to make it out like George, Judge Roy Moore is a pedophile. And he didn't even do anything with these people. They, they even admit that he didn't do anything. <laughs> Meaning actually carry out anything uh, wrong. But this evil, fake, uh, friendly atheist, a liberal guy, whom, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before, he's a phony. He calls, he calls Judge Roy Moore an alleged, I even hate repeating this, these lines, alleged child molester. What an evil guy, huh? It's not even remotely what was even alleged to have happened. Well, one of them made a crazy allegation, but, um, you know, these, you look at these women today, people are malicious, especially women, when they come out with these accusations. They're liberals or they um, are rhinos. And they are, they do this stuff, they say this stuff out of malice, revenge. It's not always just to get money or fame. They do it out of a sense of revenge or this fake sense of righteousness, oh, the truth must be told type stuff. Um, it reminds me of the, the reality that facts are not truth. They say somebody can use the term, and I've heard even con so-called conservatives use this term, credibly accused. Somebody is credibly accused. Um, that's the same thing as unproven allegations. Right? Unproven accusations. No proof. Uh, baseless accusations. You can use the same term interchangeably. Credibly accused or baseless accusation. It's, it, both can be uh, accurate, factual descriptions of what it is, but credibly accused makes it sound worse, like it could possibly be true. Whereas the American way is to presume someone innocent unless proven guilty. And shame on the accuser, right? Who doesn't bring proof. And you don't need to be bringing that stuff up anyways. So, um, I like that Judge Roy Moore is representing this guy. Makes me like him a little bit more. This pastor who's holding these services. And they said, oh my gosh, they were saying that um, uh, afterwards, after the service, right? People began leaving the church, some chatting outside the front doors, and many people appearing not to be adhering to social distancing recommendations to remain at least six feet apart. 
Hugs and handshakes were shared freely as people said their goodbyes and departed. And that's how I think a lot of normal people are acting. Either they don't keep up with what's going on or they don't believe it because the media has consistently lied to us over the years. They should be paying attention to what Trump is saying because he hasn't lied to us over the years. He's been, you know, trying to be responsible. So they should be paying attention to that, but these charges and mess and nothing has even really happened there's there's no proof of it it reminds me of this climate change stuff every time there's this catastrophic big like hurricane or tornado or storm or whatever oh climate change when you ask the scientists well we can't really prove it to be traced to climate change but we think that this is gonna you know this type of event is gonna become more common in the days to come right or years to come. So they just say stuff. It doesn't even have to be true. They just make it up. Um, <laughs> Asmador gave a ninjagini. Thank you, man. He says, I'm not breathing air with 1,465 other people right now. Which is a fair point. <laughs> you don't need to be meeting with a bunch of people in a, in a big church. That's true. Because <laughs> people are sick. People are nasty. Even the even the non-showing um, people without the uh, without the coughing and sneezing, who don't seem to be having the um, symptoms, can be spreading germs. So be considerate, guys. Just wanted to share that with you. My call dropped my caller about the um, about this thing, but let me tell you. Let me give you an update. Um, let me get away from this coronavirus mess. Who cares about it, right? By the way, though, update on Israel. Netanyahu says all Israelis must wear face masks in public. Sounds like the L.A. mayor, right? And Bibi enters, re-enters quarantine. Interesting. Netanyahu is the prime minister of Israel. Embattled a little bit. Because they've been going after him big time. Uh, so... Let me tell you about Baltimore, Maryland. This city, one of the cities with one of the highest murder rates in the country. Almost as bad as the nation of uh, South Africa. Which, by the way, I need to give some updates on South Africa. Sometime. Um, Baltimore moves ahead on use of surveillance planes to patrol the city streets. This is from a Drudge headline, right? The Baltimore Sun reports Baltimore Spending Board approves surveillance plane pilot program. Pilot program means experimental program. They're going to test it for a while. They're going to do it and, and just see the results, see if it works. To capture images from the city streets, three privately funded surveillance planes were cleared to begin patrolling Baltimore from the sky on Wednesday, yesterday. Yesterday. Despite opposition from multiple so-called civil liberties groups who warned that such surveillance could violate protections in the U.S. Constitution, the city's Board of Estimates approved the contract with a 3-2 to two vote, giving the okay for a six-month pilot of the program. It allows the planes to collect images of the city to help investigate murders, non-fatal shootings, armed robberies, and carjackings. Amazing, right? The more immoral and corrupt you are, or your city is, or your neighbors, or your fellow so-called racial brothers are, the less freedoms you have and the more, uh, more scrutiny you receive, more freedom you lose. The, the planes, that's why there's no freedom without morality, right? The planes, their pilots, and analysts, and hangar space will be funded by wealthy Texas philanthropists, Laura and John Arnold, through their organization, Arnold Ventures. The technology is capable of capturing images 32 square miles of the city for a minimum of 40 hours a week. Wow. Um, under the deal, the Arnolds will pay for the grants to enable independent researchers to study whether the program has an impact on Baltimore's violent crime rate. The city has suffered more than 300 homicides annually for the last five years, and they have had like the shrinking population for like years. I think their population is as small as it's, it's ever been, maybe. Uh, there was another Drudge headline a week or so ago. Baltimore population drops to the lowest in a century. 
in part, I would say, due to this crazy crime rate. You know, it's run... You remember the Freddie Gray riots? When Freddie Gray, the drug dealer, ran from the cops, got tackled by the cops, hurt his back, like, maybe, like, severed, like, 80% of his spine. Um, and, the, you know, the race hustlers were... And the idiots were claiming that, without evidence, that the cops gave him a rough ride. He was not seat-belted into the back of the van that he, they put him in. He ran from the cops. They chased him. <laughs> he was just, the cops were just standing there, and he ran from them. They weren't even looking at him before. But he was a drug dealer. And then they had this big, um, I think they had a, a big funeral for him and Black Lives Matter riots. And the blacks in charge of that city including Marilyn Mosby, who was the state's attorney, and this woman, um, Stephanie something, a black woman, was the mayor. And I think she was the mayor. And her husband was a, on the city committee or something like that. And they gave them room to destroy. They destroyed, you know, the riots destroyed property and, and businesses, set fires and turned over police cars or something, bashed in windows of cars, got on them, set them on fire. Crazy stuff happening. They're like, beat up white people. If I remember right, there was, there was a viral video of that. Um, civil rights advocates were sharply critical of the plan during the board meeting, which was conducted via conference call due to the COVID-19 outbreak. David Roca, an attorney for the Un-American Civil Liberties Union, Un-American, ACLU, anti-American, of Maryland, said it was absurd for board members to consider the plan. I have more from him. He has some rich quotes. I'm not even necessarily for this surveillance program, but I'm saying that these people are idiots that are against it. They bring up, and the NAACP is against it too. Baltimore, like the rest of Maryland, has been under a stay-at-home order since Monday in response to the virus. Police Commissioner Michael Harrison was the program's strongest advocate on Wednesday, saying that the pilot is, this pilot program is needed to determine whether the technology could help reduce the city's crime rate. He acknowledged he was initially skeptical of the plan, particularly an unsubstantiated claim that it could cut Baltimore's homicide rate by a third. <laughs> Monique Dixon, director of the state advocacy for um, NAACP, the National Organization, National Association Against Colored People argued that technology was untested, would do little to build public confidence in the police department, and raises constitutional questions, if she knows anything about the Constitution, particularly in relationship to the 14th Amendment, which protects a citizen's right to due process. Whatever that means, right? Roca, which is the ACLU guy, which hates America, hates blacks, pretends they're on their side, though. Hates whites, big time. Hates Christians. Um, they, the ACLU is part of what's um, fighting President Trump in court against um, enforcing our immigration. That's the ACLU, just so you know. You guys probably all know that. Roca argued the surveillance planes would supercharge the effectiveness of the city's existing camera network which is not distributed in Baltimore in a racially neutral way. That's his words. Racially neutral. They are overwhelmingly located in Baltimore's black and brown neighborhoods, he said. The racial impact of this technology is significant. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> and Harrison, thank God for this guy. I don't know much about him. Harrison is the, you know, this police commissioner. Probably not a good guy either. Probably a liberal, too. But he said he disputed that. Talking about it not being racially neutral, saying that this guy's argument lacked context, as so, uh, as always, right? Bless you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> um, as always, you know, the people crying racism never have context. The cameras were placed in strategically placed based incidents of violent crime over time, he said, meaning the blacks and browns areas produce the most crime. Duh. While that may be coincidentally <laughs> in some black and brown neighborhoods, it's that crime over time determines where the cameras are placed. Duh! So, anyway, that's enough about the blacks. Baltimore basically means black. That's what I mean by that. 
Uh, heads up, guys. In five minutes, I am going to open the treasure chest if we remember one of us. But, <laughs> you know those spring breakers that you heard about? On the, This is back to the corona thing. On the Jesse Lee Peterson show, those people that were still... Oh, I think it was over um, St. Patrick's Day. They were still meeting and partying and getting drunk and going to the beach and hanging out in crowds despite advice to not be doing this and getting drunk. 28 spring breakers who flouted public health advice test positive for the coronavirus thing. Well, I guess you get what you deserve. Crazy. I'm not happy, but it's just a mess. Um, they get the way they deserve. I don't know. They're, I wonder how bad it will be for them. Those who test positive. <laughs> Those, you know, young spring breakers who think that they're invincible. In a way that they, they kind of are. They can handle getting sick a little bit more than some of the older people. But it's kind of a mess because they pass it on to their parents if they live with their parents. Or grandparents if they go check out their grand, visit their grandparents. Um, this homelessness stuff is out of control too. You know, I've thought about Los Angeles doesn't care about us. They don't care about public health or they would have dealt with this homelessness crisis. Rats everywhere. Homeless people defecating on the streets and mess. Walking dogs that defecate on the streets. Gross. On the sidewalks. It's not like they're doing it on grass where it's kind of goes into the ground or whatever eventually. <laughs> it's on the sidewalks. It's disgusting. Well, <laughs> dozens of states have implemented stay-at-home orders to try to slow the spread of this COVID-19 thing, right? That isn't an option. This is from Skim. Skim is a liberal outlet. They give you news. This isn't an option for more than 500,000 people in the United States experiencing homelessness. Experiencing homelessness. Just look at how they, they call it. They describe it. That's a liberal way of describing it. Experiencing homelessness. People in tent communities are believed to be especially at risk. That's because thousands lack the ability to self-quarantine, receive medical attention, or stay informed on the virus without access to things like the internet, even though they're given cell phones. Closures of coffee shops and public libraries have been made getting that access even harder, which is disgusting. You go into coffee shops around here or anywhere, like you're liable to run into a homeless person. Help is on the way, though. Some shelters are operating at capacity. The CDC has shared some guidelines for homeless service providers that could help prevent the spread at places like shelters. The coronavirus relief law passed last week also included billions for homelessness assistance. Enabling, that's my opinion, they're enabling homelessness, empowering them to stay homeless, right? And mess, and a mess. If you'd like help, reach out to your local shelter, they said. <laughs> Many are in need of donations like cleaning products and hand sanitizers. What a mess. Let me get to Skip out of Atlanta, Georgia. Skip has a good question. Skip, it's good to hear from you. What's up? Hey, James. How you doing, man? Doing fine. Look here. You, you were just talking about the homeless. That's what I was calling you about. Yeah. Why come all these, like, y'all eat up with homeless in San Francisco and all out in California? We right. got them everywhere. Why come they're not falling out like, like fleas from this corona? You're not hearing about hundreds of people dying from in the homeless communities from the uh, corona. Yeah, the, the that's a good point. The numbers are just as big of people living there as it was before, if not more. Yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. man. They, yeah. um, I think the homeless people are not people that are physically unable to take care of themselves. They're just, a lot of them are drug addicts, and drugs so give you, like, superpowers. So huh? that makes them immune to the corona? Huh? That makes them immune to the coronavirus. Kind of. I, don't you don't you notice that? Um, well, I know that you don't take drugs, but like if you're when I, for example, when I was taking rock stars a lot, I was drinking a lot of rock stars, and one day I don't do it and I get sick. 
And rock yeah, yeah. stars aren't good for you, right? But maybe they have vitamins or some type of energy thing that keeps you up. And then when you don't have that, all of a sudden you go. I think that drugs do the same thing for these people, and they're young. That's a that's a good that's a good story. Hey, but that ain't got a doggone thing to do with the price of wheat right now. We talking about why come the 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 poor the poor people the homeless they're not falling out with it, but yeah. everybody else is falling out with it. It's a damn fake. It's, it's, it's a hoax. It's a damn hoax. This whole corona thing's a hoax. I don't know. I can't say that it is or isn't. Well, I say there's more proof that it is a hoax than it's not a hoax. I don't know. I don't know. I think that they, they say that the homeless people, you know, the homeless people are not coming into contact with the Chinese. The Chinese stay away from the homeless. And you know, people that Come travel on, hey, a lot. You ain't give me a you ain't give you ain't give me a good answer yet about why the <laughs> homeless aren't getting it. You because they're hold it, on, buddy. but hold on, that is a good answer. the The homeless people aren't interacting with the people that would be spreading it. The homeless people are not globalists. I mean, they are, but they may be you know benefiting from the globalists, but they're not. They're just in their own place. You know what I mean? Well. I think safe the safety for all of us right now is move in with the homeless then. <laughs> Maybe, man. <laughs> no, I'm serious though, hey. I don't I just don't understand it because the hospitals, a lot of them are empty. All that crap you see in New York City about the hospitals. Yeah. They're showing you they're showing you footage from another country. I saw Not that. Even, you, did you see that? Yep. Fake and, news. And yeah, it was funny news. because they yeah, Jesse showed it on his show. They were showing footage from an I think an Italian hospital and yeah. calling it America's epicenter. <laughs> exactly. Such I mean, liars, right? I understand yeah, your I th- understand your the temptation to just throw it all away. Bec- throw everything out the window that the media is telling you. But I don't know, man. I wouldn't go that I wouldn't jump to conclusions one way or the other, Skip. Well, look at here, hey, there's been people it's, it's, it's been in local news stations have showed it and all where people have been been, uh, have died, and they've written on the death certificate to die from Corona. <laughs> and they actually didn't die from Corona, and the family members are raising hell about it. They, you know, they're they saying that their family members died from Corona, and that's not what happened to them. They're just boosting these numbers up. And I'll put it this way. It ain't what they say it is, hey. I don't believe it is, anyhow. You know, I, I'm with you on... I'm with you in terms of the... Uh, the liberal media is never going to tell you the truth exactly. They just don't. They're just like it. They're incapable of it. They're dishonest people. They're intellectuals. And they are, have an agenda. So, yes, even any time that I see liberals and conservatives coming together, I know that there's shenanigans going on. And so you got, I'm. You know, the easiest way to control the masses. But I don't. Uh, but, yeah, what is that? Fear. If you put fear in, you give them fear. You get something to be afraid of. Yeah. You see, fear's got us locked up in our houses now, scared to talk to our neighbors, scared to go anywhere. We listen to everything they said. They got us in so much fear right now. Are you scared? Got us under control. Huh? Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. Neither am I. I don't have a thing in the world to worry about. Right on. I mean, I'm yeah, a little, I'm, I'm fighting something for sure, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, Scared. Well, I, I just think, I think this is just a... <laughs> Except of know, the treasure chest sound. <laughs> Did you guys see me? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, anyways, Skip. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Those are good questions. And you are right, we can't trust the media. But um, don't jump to a conclusion that, oh, it's all a hoax. Well, I just, from what I'm seeing... I don't see any, anything they tell us is adding up. It don't make sense. None of it does. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking about that Fountains of Wayne guy, that singer, or whatever he was, um, musician guy who died. Mm-hmm. And we don't know that he died of the coronavirus, but that's what the claim was. And you know, I just tend to believe what I'm told. <laughs> Well, I but, don't know but still, it doesn't. It doesn't. To be honest, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. We kn- we know that the 
the president is is saying that it's a serious thing, and well, he has our best. In, I think I believe that Trump has our best interest at heart. Well, you got more faith in him than I do. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Well, look here, Hank. It's been good talking with you, buddy. Y'all you be as well. Safe. All right, appreciate that, Skip. You as well. All right, man. Take Bye. care. Congratulations to Reed Johnson. Thanks, man. Always for the support. Dark Side of the Bear. What? Take care, Business Bear. Hot Computer Smell, and Cold Go for the uh, and the rest of the, for the chest results. And thank you to Asmador, Battle Bear, Zona. What? Hold on. Let me get the name. Zona Bologna. Nice for the support. As well as TNT88, Portman, That's Racist, Pyrus777, Polly J, Dark Side of the Bear, What, and Gorgonzola. Always on the list. That's cool, man. Thank you. Um, and It's Me Christian says, COVID planned New World Order takeover. You know, they would exploit it. to. Um, they'll exploit anything that they can to, to try to do that. So I agree. I mean, when you say New World Order, I'm thinking UN, EU, and mess like that. Sophia Nice Sex. What the heck? Malkuth X, I know lemon water helping. Nice. Rafa says, nobody died only from coronavirus. I think he means that it's in combination with other issues, which, you know, fair point. Jib Jab says, I saw a Frito Lay guy with a rat tail looking all sick, blowing his nose and smothering his face with his hands, then resume stocking chips. Face palm. What a mess. Sandra D says, Hake, we need another hour working on it. And Jimmy DM says, James, your shirt is disgusting. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate the input. All right, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JLPTalk.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Take care, guys.